Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. Cannot believe the popularity of this radio show, especially since something happened in New Jersey. I can't quite what, what, what was it? put my finger oh my on God, it, but something, something seems to have happened, regardless of what the haters <laughs> and uh, all the negative Nellies think. I'm not even going to apply for my carry permit. They're just going to make everything good. a restricted area. Yeah. I'm not even going to apply for my carry permit. Good, anyway. good. Don't. If you, yeah, really, more for us. If you listen to my intro for the show today, I was at an, um, an ANJRPC board meeting last Sunday, and uh, the infamous Will Corman was there from um, CNJFO, Coalition of New Jersey Firearms Owners, representing them at the board meeting. And he gave me a package of Oscar Mayer bologna, Sandy. Nice. And I used it in the intro because he wanted to say that the, we are st- finally starting to slice bologna back on our end. Yeah. So for 12 years, Sandy has been saying uh, it's been thin slices of bologna they've been taking from us with our rights, with our civil rights, our inalienable rights. And all of a sudden with the Bruin decision, Thomas gave us like a big hunk of our <laughs> rights back. You know, we got back about 60 slices. And for a lot of you out there, you still have Stockholm Syndrome. And I can say that yeah, because yeah. so do I. Yeah, yeah, no, it's true. Okay, yeah. so do I, because it's still kind of surreal. And the meeting we had was was, was kind of like that as well, and I'm going to get into that a little bit. But uh, it's very interesting for us uh, to realize that we're on this side of the team now. And I'm going to be talking more about CNJFO in a minute, but there's more information out there, misinformation out there. So uh, phones have quieted down a little bit, and all of a sudden the phones and emails, uh, middle of last week, start going crazy because everybody's like, I heard the training was approved to get your initial firearms ID card in New Jersey. Because right now it's on hold and Dan Schmutter, Scott Bach, NJRPC is on top of it with the Attorney General's office trying to get a curriculum approved for initial firearms ID cards. Not address change, uh, not you know applying for your pistol permits, not applying for your carry permit. But a first-time person, the new law that was passed July 5th, signed into law by Governor Freestuff, it requires that, and of course, there's no guidelines for it yet. Now, we'd like it to be NRA basic rifle and pistol or shotgun, but it's not right now. So all of a sudden, we start getting hit with a barrage, my social media, people reaching out messages, and lo and behold, I get a screenshot. There's a training facility slash range in New Jersey that advertised that the basics of pistol was approved, and that's what you need for your FID card. Oh, wow. So the first thing I do is I call Dan Schmutter up. I'm like, you holding something back from me? And he's like, what are you talking about? And I sent him a screenshot. And he's like, what the hell is wrong with people? He goes, I don't have any guidance on this yet. Now, I, I would love to be that class. Oh, yeah, sure. But I'm not going to sell you that class and tell you that's <laughs> the class. Right. You want to come in and take the NRA basics of rifle, pistol, shotgun, have at it. You really should. Any new gun owner or any any existing gun owner, you'll learn stuff in that class. But we're not going to put that out there. I hate this misinformation. It's so stupid, man. Anyway. Well, you know what it is, Ant? It's not everybody who is in that business has in been in that business as long as you have nor has the professional uh, um, chops, chutzpah, whatever you want to call it, yeah, uh, that you do. And they just, you know, they've been in it for a, a year or two. They used to, I don't know, uh, uh, do something else, make bologna sandwiches or whatever. And now all <laughs> of a sudden, they, you know, they thought this would be a great business to be in. And unfortunately, they have no background in it, and they just make shit up as they go. Listen, 
It's one thing that they're charlatans and they're taking people's money by making shit up. What pisses me off is that my phones and yeah, right. and, yeah. and my yeah, emails and yeah, all my exactly. personal shit is yeah. blowing up because yeah. all of a sudden it's like, how did you not know this? We need. I want to schedule my <laughs> class now. I'm like, oh my god, here goes another ten hours of my life that I'll never get back. Yeah. Answering the same questions over and over again. I got to call Dan. Dan calls the AG's office to see if there was a directive. He finds out there was no directive. It's like this whole big cluster thing just so somebody could pound their chest and say oh we know what it's going to be okay thank you very much stay yeah. in your freaking lane okay yeah, exactly seriously right. stay in your lane now more exciting stuff so i'm at the meeting and you know dan gave a presentation it was very encouraging about you know the magazine case and the assault weapons case and uh the obviously the firearms id case which is the fpc and the assault weapons case with cheeseman and there's a big, big case coming up now. Everybody wants to step in and help. And J-Factor retained David Jensen. And uh, they basically uh, teamed up. And Factor is suing New Jersey. And uh, he needs some money to, to get this done. And now's your time to, to do this because they're having another matching funds drive, which is what they've done before so it's cnjfo.com it's the coalition of new jersey uh, firearms owners association and they proudly announce a matching funds campaign to help pay for the lawsuit that may end judicial control of applications to carry a handgun this is jay's thing to move and get the judges removed from the application system. So it should go to your police chief, and if you're not denied, the police chief should sign it, and you should go to the police department and pick it up, all right? This could end months and months of delays, getting the judge moved out of it altogether. I read the whole 140 pages or so. Very, very well uh, done. This is the second or third time CNJFO has done a matching campaign. So if you donate a dollar, CNJFO donates a dollar. So for all of these people, how I can help, and you knew people that are on board and everything, five bucks, ten bucks, fifty bucks, a hundred bucks, whatever. The, you know, we need it. Guys like this stuck their neck out and put their names on the paper when nobody else would do it. And now we have a lawsuit here that everybody needs your help with. Okay, go to. It's very easy cnjfo.com go on and click the donate link and please donate and donate often i know a lot of you out there are going to do it but j factor could use your help the legal bills are mounting and uh, please support those who support you so interesting situation sandy uh, our lobbyist in trenton rob nixon is the uh, ANGRPC lobbyist. He's also a lobbyist for the National Shooting Sports Foundation, and he represents the New Jersey Police uh, Benevolent Association, the Policeman's Union. And he was at a PBA meeting, and they were announcing at the meeting that if anybody wants to know about the ins and outs of concealed carry and if what would happen if they don't follow the rules exactly, that they should listen to Gun For Hire Radio number 583. Yeah. And Rob Nixon yeah. told me that. Yeah. The police are all listening to the show. Hi guys, how are you? <laughs> they're all they're all listening to the show to learn because they don't know they don't have the information either. Right. Because everything is so ambiguous in New Jersey. But I just think it's funny that, you know, uh we knew this all along, but it's funny how the police are tuning in to the show and learning what we have to do. Well just we've like got everybody. stories about that that go way back to <laughs> Remember that in Belleville back in the day? Yeah. So while we're talking about the police, napping, if you go to any gun show out of state and you go to any booths oh, that yeah, sell 80 percent, uh, uh, you know, go, what they call ghost guns or anything or polymer 80s or anything like that, you are being surveilled yep. at these shows. A couple of things could happen. They'll follow you home and have a warrant or they'll pull you over as soon as you cross over into new jersey so buyer beware please be careful if you're playing around with this stuff okay because you never know what can happen i have a gentleman today uh today last sunday night i decide tracy and i tracy let's go out for dinner okay we go to this nice little restaurant all of a sudden my phone starts blowing up i excuse myself i go outside it's a gun for hire alumni decorated marine veteran Great, great guy. Been to two-way rallies with us and everything. Used to live in New York City. 27 years ago, moved to New Jersey. 
20 years ago, apply for a firearms ID card. Got his firearms ID card, purchased 10 firearms. It's been coming to Gun for Hire for the past 10 years, a couple days a week, and he shoots, introduces a lot of people. Was one of the first to jump on board. He's in Bergen County. He applied for his carry permit. During an extensive search for his carry permit, uh, he was convicted of a misdemeanor in New York. Now, here's where it gets sketchy. In New York, a class, I forgot what class it was, guys. I'm really sorry. Let's say it was a class A misdemeanor. is punishable up to one year in prison. In New Jersey, it, the questions on the carry permit is, have you been convicted of a felony? If not, were you ever convicted of anything that was, that was for more than one year in prison? Okay, one that would be 366 days. Mm. This sentence that he got was a misdemeanor, which was 365 days. Whether somebody read the report wrong or there was a loophole, they came to his house a Sunday night oh. and seized all his firearms and ammunition. Unbelievable. Not only did they do that, they red flagged him. Oh. They put a red flag, which is unconstitutional anyway. Yeah, exactly. So I gave him Knappen's cell phone number. And he secured Evan Knappen. I haven't spoken to him since then because I don't want to talk to him and, you know, keep having him relive it. But these are things that happen. Now, you see how this happened? He kind of forgot about this. He's like, Aunt. He goes, Aunt, that was 30 years ago. He goes, and 20 years ago, I applied for my FID card in New Jersey. And I got my FID card. And every pistol permit and every rifle shotgun that I've bought in the past 20 years, no red flag popped up. Right. This, this, this misdemeanor from 30 years ago never popped up. So the first thing I said to him when I had him on the phone, I said, Pat, are, are the cops in the room, the same room with you? He goes, no. I said, do you have any contraband, any standard capacity magazines or this or that? Or He goes, nope, not one thing. I'm like, thank you, Jesus. Do you guys understand? You see how important stuff like this is? Yeah. You, you, see, you see how it can it, happen? It is critical. Like It is It is critical. And everybody kind of blows it off. You know, you... you you have a tendency to think this can't happen to me, but you live in New Jersey where we have said forever, including the past 13 years here, that you're a target. The, the, the moment you are become a gun, gun owner, you are a target and you have to act as such, which kind of sucks. We are targets on our back. So could you imagine now if he had two 15 round magazines? They didn't lock him up. They confiscated his guns, gave him a receipt. They red flagged him, and he's yeah. been charged. He got up here for court, and he has to retain Evan Knappen. But if he had two standard capacity magazines, he would have been locked up oh, and yeah. charged with an, another felony. Exactly. Okay. A law-abiding, tax-paying citizen, but because he had something that was deemed two and a half years ago to be illegal by our public masters, he would have went to jail for that on top of it. Now, Knappen feels confident he's going to get everything dropped, you know. Uh, but still, it's going to be a haul for this guy. And, you know, again, he came up clean all of this time before that. So I tell everybody this. I'm like, man, if you have anything that's suspect, it should not be anywhere in your house. It should I all the time out the front knives, auto assist, switchblade, whatever it may be, dirks, daggers. There's really no reason for it. Everybody thinks it's innocent. Oh, I bought it in Maine. I bought it in Pennsylvania. No one will know. I'll keep it in my gun safe in the basement. Right. And then this happens, and guess what? You're, you're busted. So uh, it would have been one more battle that Evan yeah. would have had a fight for this poor bastard. So I'll right, keep you right. up, uh, updated about this. But this is how it happens all the time. I, I could relive these stories 57 million times. It just keeps happening over and over and over again. Now, and now for something completely different. <laughs> December 3rd, I was interviewed by Newsmax. And I did an eight-minute interview, and I explained how Alec Baldwin had to have pulled the trigger on that single-action gun, yep. killing that woman and injuring the other person. And I did get some detractors, I got to say. There were people that made comments and stuff like that. But uh, a $3 million investigation that took five months by the FBI agreed with my summation that Alec Baldwin had to have pulled yeah. the trigger for it to fire. But he already did an interview on, law, on TV saying, he, it, was a fri it was ABC News on a Friday night, he did an interview saying he did not pull the trigger. Yeah, yeah. 
He did not pull the trigger. He doesn't know who's responsible for her murder, mm-hmm. but it's not him. No, it can't be him. Okay? No. I, the trigger wasn't pulled, he said. I didn't pull the trigger. That's, he said that to George Stephanopoulos in December. So listen to me. He killed her. Now, we're going to see what happens. Obviously, he's an elite, and you know they don't get charged for the crimes yeah, they commit. Exactly. It's not like us people. But we'll, we'll see what happens, whether it's going to be wrongful death or manslaughter or her family is going to uh, sue or not. I, I don't know. but uh, Or an accidental sort of something or other. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's, uh, this is what happens, uh, to the rich and famous and the elites and, you know, nothing ever happens to them, but everything always happens to us. It's, it's phenomenal, right? So, you know, I, I read all the anti-gun stuff and I, I get it, uh, email alerts from the trace, which is a Bloomberg rag, anti-gun rag. And, uh, there was an article under the gun industry. It says states may have found a way through the gun industry's liability shield. And we've talked about this before. Uh, new laws in California, Delaware, New Jersey, and New York uh, create an opening for governments and private citizens to hold gun makers accountable for violence. And, you know, this will not pass Supreme Court muster, no. but this is going to be one of our next big fights. Yeah, they don't care. You know, I think Loretta Weinberg summed it up for us that day when she said, we just make the laws, let them fight it out in the court. Correct. They just Correct. love that, to use taxpayers' money to fight taxpayers. Correct. So there's a the thing called the um, PLC, uh, PLCAA. It's the Protection of Lawful Commerce and Arms Act, which shields the firearm industry from lawsuits over harms committed with its wares. And the, now there's a new push with California, Delaware, New Jersey, and New York, they have pa- we've passed laws that require gun companies to impose reasonable controls on their distribution chains and more carefully monitor how and where they sell firearms. Their greater significance, however, may lie in setting the stage for governments and private citizens to sue gun manufacturers by exploiting a narrow exemption in the PLCCA. If successful, such suits could mark the first time in nearly 20 years that gun companies have faced accountability in court for careless sales. What is a careless sales practice? Yeah, exactly. If if I sell a gun in a back alley, that's a that's a felony sales practice, right? Right. right. But if I do a NICS check on somebody, if their IDs match and I do a NICS check and I sell that gun to somebody, how is that a careless sale? Well, it's careless um, uh, in, the, in the case of, remember, the Charleston uh, scumbag uh, the FBI cleared everything, right? So it, it's careless on, on behalf of the FBI. Just about every f- foobar that went, that happened with these sales that where a psychopath purchased a gun was a screw up on the, on the behalf of the FBI. So maybe if they stopped, actually concentrated on what they should be doing instead of raiding uh, former presidents' homes, that, that might do, do uh, a, a step in the right direction. You know, they hope, they're saying here, the hope is not only that these laws provide an avenue for civil justice for victims and survivors of gun uh, violence, but it's a way for them to get a cash incentive for being victims and survivors of gun violence. Well, what about the criminal who did Yeah, right, exactly. So, the, the, again, a car, car ads for years showed cars speeding, right? Yeah. Doing three times right. the speed limit. Right. So they all should have been sued, right? All those car manufacturers, the car industry, the automobile industry should have been sued, right? Right, exactly. But they're not. But it's the only thing we talk about is gun violence. And it it's glamorized the liquor all day long and glamorized uh, cigarettes all day long. So it's, I don't it's know. It's the criminal, stupid. That's mm. what this is. I'm sure they're going to come after me. They're going to come after the manufacturers. Of and they will. You know, maybe my case will be the one that goes to the Supreme Court. But it's the never-ending shit that we have to deal with okay it is the never it never ends it really it just never ends god forbid we look at the criminals and the violent crime rate and what is causing this maybe we should look at that and take it from there but no that that will never happen that obviously will never happen you know um Everybody's like talking about when I did the uh, violation of the 2C where, uh, you know, you can be held uh, criminally responsible through uh, misconduct, official misconduct. So 
one of our members here, Ed Berrios, wrote a letter uh, that's really cool. He wrote, he goes, how do you think this letter would go over if you sent this to a clerk or a police officer or a mayor or, you know, police chief? As a result of the U.S. Supreme Court decision in New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus Brune, number 20-843, New Jersey, in accordance with the holding in such decision issued through the New Jersey Attorney General's Office, the June 24, 2022 Directive. The directive modified New Jersey's procedures for permits to carry to eliminate and demonstrate a justifiable need to carry a handgun. To date, there has been no legislation to add any new requirement so that any additional requirement being imposed or subjective or cautionary delay may be viewed as arbitrary and capricious and without lawful justification and thus an interference with the constitutional right subjecting the offender to a possible civil suit and personal damages for such abuse. There can be no reasonable alternative or misrepresentation of a settled process of application for permit to carry that only unlimited uh, that only eliminated the unconstitutional requirement and any process in connection with related to are pertaining thereto in furtherance of the offending requirement. I expect that you will act accordingly, Ed Berrios. Is that phenomenal? Yeah. I love shit like that. Man, you send a letter like that to the town mayor or the, the county prosecutor, and you say you're going to sue the police chief, and you're going to sue the permit officer, and you're going to sue the nasty clerk that won't take your application. <laughs> Guess what? You might see some action being done, but I will say Dan has been phenomenally successful with uh, Strike Force in uh, getting people to cease and desist with the extra materials. I mean, I, I didn't think Jersey City was going to fall, but Jersey City fell. Mm -hmm. And people are posting online that got their carry permits from Jersey City. Wow. We've had like five students from uh, Gun for Hire that live in Jersey City got their carry permits already. In the beginning, they were asking for a ton more uh, yeah. stuff. They Crazy dropped stuff, it all right? now. I spoke to Captain Andrew Andy Biscard, who used Biscard who used to be in charge of permits. He's retired now. Yeah. And he goes he goes, They're so crazy in Jersey City. He goes, They just want to make up their own laws, you yeah, know? Yeah. Uh here's one from us. This is from uh, uh Rico. Uh, Amarico, he wrote, a little update on the CCW process in Jersey City. Today I met with the police clerk uh, handling the CCW documentation. I had everything that she excessively needed, three notarized letters, blah, 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 blah. It was unusually smooth. I was surprised. I hope the cease and desist letter from ANJRPC made it clear that they are breaking the law, and I went above and beyond what they needed. And there should be no reason it will be denied. The clerk said it should take two to three months, and she'll give me a call. Hopefully, they don't need anything else. You'll be one of the first to know if they don't. Uh, if it passes 60 days from today or hear no word, you bet your ass I'll be contacting you for advice on how to handle telling them that I'm automatically approved. Uh, good luck. That's going to be another lawsuit there. But, uh, Rico, since you put your stuff in, Jersey City has dropped additional requirements because of the cease and desist that initiated from you. Yeah, he was the yeah, first one in Jersey City to complain. Yeah, and we got on top of it, and lo and behold, uh, it's been the the additional stuff has been removed, and uh, the Hudson County judge has been issuing permits and no court appearance. See, this is what Factor's lawsuit is for, is because yeah. all twenty one counties are doing twenty one different things. Right, exactly. Appear, yep. don't appear, yep. Zoom. Uh, yep. We just call you when it comes in. Uh, there's only going to be one judge hearing ten cases a month. There's one judge hearing fifty cases a day. Like we just, no, 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 no. The judge shouldn't even be a part of it. So, right. so, so his lawsuit is to get rid of the judges, which is. I say a long time ago, we should start judging the judges. And I think the judges um, are going to go along with it because they don't want to have to deal with this bullshit. Correct. Correct. I got 57,000 letters and updates, so I'm going to start hitting them a little bit in okay. succession. Are you okay with that? Yeah, we're good. Um, we, uh, we got 10 minutes before we can, we do some housekeeping, and then we're that, good. What you want to do housekeeping now? Just no, 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 or? no. That's fine. So listen to this. I get a package in the mail. So just so you know, when I get a package in the mail that I don't know who it's from. Uh, <laughs> Bomb-sniffing dog. Yeah, we do a lot of due diligence <laughs> on packages that I'm not expecting because I've had the bomb squad here a few times, and I do get some choice uh, postcard letters and packages some being an sketchy, NRA yeah, board member <laughs> and uh, pretty well known out on um, 
in the cyberland. It's funny. I shot the one minute video about misinformation with the FID card in a gun store the other day. And there was like eight customers in there, and one of the customers was like, "Damn!" He goes, "I thought he did this shit in a studio and did like twenty takes because I just hold my phone up and I do one take, one yeah. minute, and then I walk out of the gun store like, like dude, I'm you a don't rock have time star for twenty takes." Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> and the guy was talking to one of my gun store retail guys. He was like, "Holy shit! That's how he does the videos." And they're like, "Yep, that's how he does them every time." I just come in, I belt shit out, and then, and then I, you know, I press stop. And move on to the next thing you have on. to do. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So one take Tony is what they call me yeah, here. Yeah, absolutely. So I get a suspicious package and I scrutinize it. And I open it up from the side instead of the top or the bottom. And it's two packs of cookies from Delicious Orchards. Nice. So first I'm thinking it's poison. <laughs> <laughs> There's also a... Uh, uh, like a lifetime or something courtesy card, a prepaid card for the car wash on Route 33, which uh, is, I guess it's owned by Chad. Chad A, I'm going to say, uh, for good purposes here. Wow. It's uh, Ultimate Wash on Route 33. And uh, the cookies. Used to be my car wash. See? Aha, uh-huh. you could borrow this card if you want. It says, Anthony, thank you for everything you do for the 2A community. Your vast knowledge is an incredible asset to us all. Fondly, Chad A. Chad, thank you very much. So I ate two of the oatmeal cookies and I ate two of the almond crunch cookies, butter almond crunch. Holy shit. Yeah, they're really And good. I gave all the rest to my staff. Wow. Because if allowed, I would have eaten every single of one of them. Okay? So it, w- it was really, really good. So here's another one. This is from Mike D. Uh, Anthony, let me start by saying how much I love your show and that I wish you a continued speedy recovery. Well, I'll tell you what, guys. I'm a day before six weeks. No cane. Today's the last day of the compression stocking. Very little pain. PT's been rough, but I'm walking normal and I'm going up and down stairs. So thank you all for your well wishes. So he's updating us here. He goes, I applied to my local PD. Uh, for my purchase pistol permits on the evening of July 6th. On July 7th, both of my references submitted. On July 8th, I received a phone call from the PD stating they received my application and I owed them $6 for the permits before my application can be processed and completed. I arrived at the police station approximately one hour later and made my payment. On July 29th, so that's uh, 22 days now, I called PD to check on the status of my application. The automatic recording states that due to an increase in applications, the FID and purchase permits applications are taking about six months. On the evening of August 10th, I emailed Strikeforce. I received an email the next morning from the paralegal that my information was being forwarded to the attorneys. A few hours later, I received a phone call from my police department that my permits were just approved and that I'd get the e-permits within 24 hours. Is this a coincidence? Maybe, but I'd like to thank ANGRPC for all they do. I now await our wonderful state to process my NIC so they can get my new firearm. I will be scheduling the qualifications course at your range soon after I get my new gun. Again, I want to thank you for everything you do for the 2A community. Now now we're going to fight, Sandy. You ready? Lastly, I have a small bone to pick with you about something you mentioned on your last show, episode 586. <laughs> you said that pork roll is called Taylor Ham. If that's true, why is this other brand calling it pork roll and not case? I've included a photo for you to compare that Taylor and case are the brands and that it is really pork roll. When I come for my qualifications, I'll remember to bring you a pork roll egg and cheese sandwich. (laughs) Thanks for all you do. Wish I lived closer to your range, and I look forward to my first visit. Mike D., I want a pork roll and cheese sandwich. I don't like egg on my sandwich. I like an egg and cheese sandwich or a pork roll and cheese sandwich. I don't like pork roll, egg, and cheese on the same sandwich. Sorry. So this is a perfect segue to (laughs) to my new plug down here. Go, go, go. The Jersey Bagel Brothers on North Pleasantburg Drive in Greenville. Two Wayne boys, ex-Wayne boys, who former Wayne boys, who uh, moved down to Greenville, and I had a killer pork roll sandwich this morning at the Taylor Ham. Yep. Uh, well, yeah, they actually do call it Taylor Ham there because they're uh-huh. from North Jersey. See, can't we but, just all get along? <laughs> tomato, tomato. <laughs> 
I uh, cannot. But it is pork roll. Okay, yeah. I cannot go into a store and ask for a pork roll and cheese sandwich. I started working in Taylor a ham, yeah. deli when I was 13 years right. old, and it was Taylor Ham up north. Sorry, that's yeah. how I learned it. That's what my parents called it. My whole family called yeah. it. So my whole family what, did too. Mike D, when you come up, fight me unless you bring me <laughs> a pork roll and cheese sandwich. And for and all I, of you expats who are down in the Greenville area, go see these guys. Uh, they're a hoot. They really are a hoot. I want uh, I want pepper and ketchup, no salt, because that pork roll slash Taylor ham is salty enough. Ketchup, fucking yeah! What do you oh, put on it? Nothing. Why would you Ew. put ketchup on that? It's like putting ketchup on a freaking Listen hot dog. To me. Why would you do that? Okay. That's sacrilegious. Uh, now fight me too, Sandy. <laughs> okay. Listen, stick your chicken okay. and biscuits and Look, chicken and waffles down there. I was there, okay right? with you until the ketchup. I was fine. I was oh. all on your side. And you don't like salt, ketchup. pepper, ketchup on your Taylor uh, egg well, and salt cheese? Salt pepper. Well, pepper. Oh. Yeah, it's no, too salty. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that's it. Fight me. <laughs> Fight me. Ketchup? Who yeah. puts freaking ketchup? All right, we're taking a poll. Who puts ketchup on Taylor ham, egg, and cheese? Who, do, who, who does puts it? ketchup on pork roll, egg, and cheese? Let yeah, us know. Let us know. Let us know if you and put look, a smear of ketchup. Put, if you put a smear of mustard, we don't even want to hear from you. Our, uh, mustard or our mayonnaise. Or may- oh, dear God. Please, no. Yeah, in Boston, they put mayonnaise on Italian sub. They oh, better learn. God. Oh, no. Yeah. Really? Can I, get a, can I get Italian sub with everything? You want mayo on that? I'm like, What? <laughs> What? Is this Amish country? Exactly. I thought it was in DeLuca's in Boston (laughs) on the south side. Yo, yay, go get the car. Anyway, listen to this. This is nice. This this guy, uh, we communicate a lot on Instagram, and I guided him through his whole process, getting guns and everything. And his Instagram is if gift of Gabe. He goes, uh, I came to this establishment last week and my mind was blown. You have one of the most well-organized establishments I have been to, especially when it comes to the shooting range. The moment I walked through the door, I was treated with so much respect and joy. Your staff was happy to see me, and it was my first time. This is the best range in Jersey, hands down. I, had, I saw the owner walking around greeting people, and he even asked a woman who was waiting outside the range if she wanted a bottle of water or something to drink. You can't make that up. Much respect. Thank you, Gabe. I appreciate that. We treat everybody like family here. Gun for Hire is safety and then hospitality, guys. So, Mr. Cupcakes who has three locations in New Jersey, and about right now he's in Mexico getting married Very nice. um, to his lovely uh, wife, Michaela. He stopped by and dropped off a couple of dozen cupcakes and wrote, Get well soon on the box. And yes, I'm fat. I ate one coconut <laughs> cupcake and gave all the rest of them away oh, to man, my staff. Dude, you have gotten an amazing willpower here. I'm down to I'm 248 pounds, Sandy. Remember, at one time I was 420 pounds. That's why I need a new knee. I wore them shocks out. Yeah, you you beat the shit out of those joints, right? Yes. So let's talk a little bit about. Uh, a lot of people keep asking what the whole cost of getting a carry permit right, in New before Jersey. Before we do has that, let's been. just let's knock out the housekeeping. <laughs> and here we go. Ah, let's do it. Okay. Are we ready? Yeah. Go ahead. Marty's V Burger, Marty's V Mention Marty's V When you go there, mention Gun for Hire and you'll get 20% off your order. You can also order online at Marty's V and pick it up in New Jersey at Freakin' Vegans in Prospect Park on Freakin' Fridays. You'll love his food. Let me tell you something. Even Gary, who's a fat, uh, what do you call people that only eat meat? <laughs> Carnivore? <laughs> Yeah, he's not even an herbivore, Gary. Gary gets chicken and broccoli, no broccoli. He throws the broccoli away. Yeah. Gary even liked the Marty's V-Burger, so you got to check it out. the lettuce off the sandwich. Yeah. Yes. Brochures are in the house. If you live in New York, NY TAC Defense. Peter Tillum, NY TAC Defense. If you mention Gun for Hire, you get a discount off your monthly membership. U.S. Law Shield brochures are in the house. Use the code word, one word, gun for hire, and get 10% off. It's not insurance, ladies and gentlemen. U.S. TAC Defense, uh, uh, NY TAC Defense, and U.S. Law Shield, it is basically a legal defense fund, okay? So you have lawyers retained for $35 a month. If you need a good book to read, Decoding Firearms by John Petrolino. It's here, Amazon, Kindle. John just wrote a great article, and he used one of our Gun for Hire alumni, Keith Stewart, in his article about the process he went through to get his carry permit in Passaic County. The Gun Lawyer Podcast, exposing the truth about the laws designed to strip you of your freedoms. Evan Knappen, the great one. Check him out. 
Don't forget, support those who support you. Bookmark this page and share it far and wide. Quarantinecrawl.com. I got a story later on about that. Obviously, my book, Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game. Christmas is coming, ladies and gentlemen. Back to school, back to college for your kids. Buy my book and make them read it. Crimeproofbook.com, available at the range, Amazon, and Kindle. My doctor, Dr. Joe Sampatero, Optimal Health Wellness NJ.com. I got some stories about him later on, too. Optimal Health Wellness NJ.com. Concierge medicine for a couple hundred bucks a month. He is your doctor. Lake Island Rifle and Pistol Club, L-A-K-E-I-S.org, in Carteret, New Jersey, is looking for junior rifle members between 12 and 18 years old to learn firearm safety and to compete in small bore and air rifle competition. Please visit LakeIS.org. Sandy, the gun store is open. Gun for hire. Over 800 guns, 2,200 square feet. More coming every day. We have tons of accessories, cases, storage, safes. You mention it. We got it. You cannot beat our prices. Member or non-member prices for guns and ammo and everything. We're selling 9mm by the case so cheap you can't compete with it online. I'm not going to tell you the price over the phone or over the computer or over the radio show. No, because this lasts forever. Yeah, get your ass in here and check out the prices. You will not go anywhere else. And that's why I always say, why go anywhere else? Sandy's got a place down there. Crossroads Kitchen, K-R-O-S-S-R-O-A-D-S, kitchen.com. And another joint called Just Sean's, J-U-S-T-S-H-O-N-S.com. He'll elaborate on that later because he's fat down there. I'm fat up here. (laughs) Any mortgage needs, Mortgage Unlimited, family-owned and operated regional mortgage banker, George Semberless, George T at MortgageUnlimited.com. George T at MortgageUnlimited.com. Sandy will close the show with Guiding Reigns, by the way. He does that every time because it's such a, a great, great cause, and we don't want you all to forget about it. We know you all have short memories like me, so we don't want people to forget about that, okay? So let's talk about getting a carry. If you're a member at Gun for Hire, your qualification would be $125. Your four photos from the firearm notaries would be $30. Your three notaries from the firearm notaries would be $6. Your fingerprints, if you haven't done in New Jersey, will be $58. And the treasury money order would be $50. So it would cost you $269 every two years, plus a box of ammo, obviously, to qualify. So you're looking at about 300 bucks a year. If you're not a member, you're looking at about $350 a year. Every two years, excuse me. So I don't think it's that bad. I don't think it's $150 a year for the carry permit is that bad. It should be free. Should we be constitutional carry? Yes, of course, I agree with that. But to go from nothing Hmm. for 100 years to $150 a year and some paperwork, I think we should be okay with that. If you're whining about that, don't apply. If you think everything's going to be carved out that you can't carry, don't apply. If you think you can carry any gun you want or you can't carry one, don't apply. When in doubt, don't apply, right? Right. Easy enough. I got this one from Scott. Thanks again for your direction and quick qualification availabilities. Applied to my local PD in Morris County on July 5th. Followed your instructions, which were appreciated by my local PD. I submitted it, and there was no mistakes. I received my carry permit on Monday, August 8th, directly from the Morris Township PD. No judge appearance. So we're talking about uh, July 5th to August 8th. If you think a month and three days is too long, don't apply. Okay? You're (laughs) going to be hearing a lot of this from me because, Sandy, it never, ever ends okay and it's always the misinformed <sighs> and those who are sitting on the sidelines for for forever and letting us carry the heavy weight here here's a text from steve thanks for the help mr c i turned in my app on 713 patterson new jersey okay i got my permit to carry 816 see you soon wow. at the range okay thanks for helping me make my dream come true okay you see what i'm saying a little over a month to get a carry permit and 150 dollars a year again not happy with it don't apply yeah what else i got here i can't even read that it's too small who printed this out oh i did i'm sorry uh <laughs> 
So, getting more and more departments that are trying to pull, they don't know what the uh, requirements are yet. Okay? This is happening more and more, and it's starting to piss me off. We're not going to process your application until we get the guidelines from the Attorney General's office. You can give them a copy of the guidelines from the Attorney General's office, and then you could also make sure you email strikeforce at angrpc.org because they're just pulling your chain. Okay? We know what this is. They're trying to stall you till you die. Yeah. Because for 60 years they, have, they don't want us miserable, unwashed masses carrying. They don't want us to have a gun. We, we all have to realize that, okay? We want to make sure that the, that they want to make sure that we don't carry a gun. They're going to be miserable. Now we're getting departments. Just heard from uh, Rob Bermudez. Vernon won't take your application until you get your fingerprints done. But the process is you have to hand in your application to get your identifier number to get your fingerprints done. <laughs> so now you go to the police department. They give you the identifier number. Then you go get your fingerprints done. Then you come back and you hand in your application. We're seeing more and more towns, they're not sending out reference letters because the three notarized applications with your references on it is considered enough. And then we're seeing towns that are sending out reference letters. Then we're also seeing towns when people drop off their application, the town is giving them three reference letters for them to send out to their, the, the, the applicant to send out to their three references because the, the town doesn't want to be bothered doing it. So there's a lot of... Uh, a lot of misdirection here. And listen, think about this. This happened in June. It's only been two months. It's happened whirlwind. It will catch up. We will get a lot of things here fixed. There's a lot of low-hanging fruit. When we were in executive session at the NJRPC board meeting with Dan Schmutter, all, uh, you know, Evan Knappen and Rob Nixon and Darren Goins and Scott Bach, a lot was discussed. There's a lot coming, okay? The first salvo we have right now is the the J-Factor case with CNJFO is one side. Then uh, FPC has the assault weapons case with Mark Cheeseman. Then ANGRPC has the assault weapons case going. ANGRPC has the, uh, I'm sorry, FPC has the firearms case with ANGRPC and CNJFO and NJ2AS and SAF. And then uh, uh, ANGRPC has the MAGBAN case, which I'm under the impression now it, we're not going to revert to 15-round mags. After the Supreme Court decision, it looks like we're going to have anything we want when we get the ruling in our favor, Sandy. How's that, that news? That's very so nice. So if you, if you hung on to the show this long, you would have found that out today. But a lot of you out there with ADD stopped listening about 15 minutes ago because you <laughs> thought I released all the juice in the beginning. <laughs> so they don't even know that this is happening right now. Don't worry. They'll call you and text you all <laughs> week long anyway. <laughs> Here's an update. Good morning, Anthony. Just a quick update on my permit journey. 23 days into the process, Gloucester Township Firearms Department contacted me. They don't have my mental health consent form. The one I signed there in their presence and they witnessed. Okay, It might be lost. So I did a new one and asked how it's going. Here's the hearsay part from the officer doing the papers. Camden County's judge is not processing any permits. He's just holding them. Nothing we can do, and you can't influence or sue a judge. And if you try, uh, and if you try, your permits will go in the trash. He goes, I couldn't tell what? if it was a warning or threat. Yeah, but I'll keep you posted. He goes, thank everyone that's keeping up the fight because it's not over yet. Tom Skelly, coin number 182 old gun for hire alumni and drives all the way up here from Gloucester Township. Now, that could be true that they're not processing them, but and we'll find out and we'll sue if we have to. But the other thing is, see, Tom, you should have had all copies of your package anyway. You should have made four copies of your application and you should have made two copies of your mental health. Everything, duplicate, triplicate, whatever you needed, had a folder so that you know you could have just handed them another mental health. But anyway, you did you did the right thing. You dropped another one off. But see, they lost his mental health form. Yeah. Uh, they're not geared up for this, no. right? They're, no. yeah, and the government. And it's the only business in the world where, up, uh, judge is on vacation for two weeks. We're not processing right. permits. Up, uh, clerk is on vacation. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the clerk took a maternity leave for 16 weeks. So your constitutional right is on hold, peasant. Now get back to work and pay your taxes. Right. And don't even think about it or we'll throw things in the trash and punish you again. Right. Isn't that amazing? We'll yeah. throw your shit out and you'll have to start all over again, surf. Now, yeah. get your dirty ass out of my office. Mm -hmm. I'm on the phone with my girlfriend discussing my new shortbread cookie so my ass can get a little fatter. 
All right. Here's another one. Hi, Anthony. I'm looking for a gun-slash-NRA-friendly doctor to get a personal evaluation as to my suitability to carry. I have had a New Jersey uh, uh, FID card for years, but was advised by Knappen that should I have an MD's letter certifying that my status doesn't affect my ability to qualify for carry permit. My disability is mainly lower extremity arthritis. I still hunt and shoot and have been shooting handguns, among other firearms, for 60 years. Um he wants a certifying ID. Uh, his his HC that he has now as general practitioner isn't gun friendly and is balked about writing a letter. Once I get the MD certification, my wife and I will be out for qualifications at Gun for Hire. Yes, I'm an NRA lifer and I vote for you and Scott, a member of the ANGRPC and the Napping Group uh, U.S. Law Shield. I also have a Utah that you certified me back when you were in Belleville. Thanks, A. I'm not giving his name. So I get sent him quarantinecrawl.com. Dr. Pirelli and Dr. Optoff. So he lives all the way up in Upper Bergen County. So um, he probably went to Dr. Optoff, but he emailed me back and he goes, thank you very much. I have my appointment and everything's looking good. So these are what we do. That's why the quarantine crawl is out there because we're all supposed to support those who support you. Had a guy email the other day. I did my qualification at another range and there was a problem with it. And I need to redo it. <laughs> and uh, I have a question for you. I didn't come to your range, but I follow Anthony and support everything he does. Can you help me? No. I had to go take a shower afterwards. Yeah, I yeah, love that shit. On. I love that shit. Yeah, I'm going to be the you, but, yeah. uh, I'm going to be the money. first business that's closed under the Gun Killer Act. But right. that's all right. You all have other options to go to and everything. Don't right. worry about it. All the other ranges that keep their head in the sand or in their asses, they're going to be fine. But I'll be out there. You know oh, what? And I you'll don't get care. Good, uh, get, get good information from them too. Yeah. yeah oh wait, to, maybe not. You'll get nothing. Wait, you know how much weight I'll lose in prison? But anyway, all right. All right, this is from Mark Steele, <laughs> Gun for Hire alumni forever. <laughs> Anthony, I just signed up for U.S. Law Shield and used the Gun for Hire promo code, okay, so he can get the initiation key. I have completed my fingerprints and believe my package has been sent down to Middlesex Superior Court. I will advise you when I hear something back from them. Iron sharpens iron, my friend. Thank you for sharpening me. Boy, that's nice. I love, see, that's the stuff that keeps me going. Not the douche flute that went to a different range and is having a problem, and now he now needs me for help with his process and application process. To fix the problem. Go, go to yeah. the range that qualified you. Yeah. Let them help you. Oh, wait, they don't know shit. That's right. They think you need basic pistol to get your FID card, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, what's the matter? They can't help you? Uh, let me see what I got. God damn, I can't keep up with these letters. This one's from Scott. Oh, this one I, I read already. You see what happens when I'm slow? Hey, here's a nice accolade. I am ready to say thank you for recommending Dr. Joe Sambatero and his concierge medical practice. I was on the fence about switching to a concierge provider after having reached out to several regional groups that charge extraordinarily, even obscene prices for the service. A quick email to Dr. Joe resulted into a personal phone call that evening where he took the time to answer all of my questions thoughtfully and thoroughly. There was no sales pressure and he even took time to speak with me on multiple occasions prior to my signing up. When I did enroll, my initial consultation lasted for over an hour. I had never received such focused and detailed attention from a doctor before. However, it was what happened shortly after I signed up with Dr. Joe that truly sets him apart. The week following my initial consultation, I came down with COVID. Despite being fully vaxxed and boosted, Dr. Joe checked in on me and gave me advice on antiviral medication and remedies for my symptoms. As a fellow professional and an act with an active practice, Dr. Sambatero knows how hard it is to rest and take care of yourself. And he offered strategies to help me cope with the virus and protect my wife and kids from exposure, all while continuing to work. Shortly after my COVID symptoms eased, I was feeling better. I was struck in the middle of the night with a sudden asthma attack. Although I never had asthma or had any breathing issues before, apparently this is long COVID side yeah, effect. that's an issue. He said, I sent one text message to Dr. Sambatero, and he was not only on it, he was all over it. He was texting and calling me through the episode, followed by my ER test and reports closely, and even took the initiative to switch my discharge medication when it stopped working. This is the level of care that I've never before experienced, and I can say with certainty that he prevented me from suffering through full hospital admission. Thanks to him, I am now on the mend. I have followed your Each One Reach One campaign since its inception, and I truly believe in the power of the 2A community. You have surely reached one by connecting me with Dr. Joe. Thank you again for all you do. P.S. I would be honored if you would add me to my uh, my firm to the quarantine crawl. Justin A. Marchetta. Beautiful, Justin. Thank you. I sent that to Dr. Joe. He's like, I am blown away because Dr. Joe is very humble, by the yeah. way. 
another one. Anthony, it was a great experience shooting the qualifier gun for hire. As expected, the staff was professional, friendly, and put an emphasis on safety. But that is not why I'm emailing you today. I want to take a minute to share with your listeners my experience with Dr. Joseph Sampatero of Optimal Health and Wellness. I contracted COVID last November while traveling and away from home. Luckily, I was prepared with a rental car and was able to drive home instead of fly. I had mild symptoms and recovered quickly, but finding health care during this time was difficult. Appointments were not several weeks away, but months away. Oh, I hate that. I realized how important it was to establish a relationship with a doctor who would be accessible to me when I needed help. Shortly thereafter, I was listening to Gunfire Radio, and I heard you mention Dr. Joe. I contacted him via email, and he quickly responded to schedule a consultation. Signing up was a no-brainer for me and my wife. Dr. Joe has been responsive and taken a proactive interest in our well-being. Dr. Joe is always available when I need him. If you are on the fence about trying concierge medicine, send Dr. Joe Sambatero an email. He offers a high-value service at a reasonable cost. You will not be disappointed, Jeremy. Uh, He's one text away. His maximum is 250. That's what he's going to have, 250 uh, patients, not 2,500 or 25,000. I love that. Another letter. He's a a good physician. He's not not going to sales pitch you. No. He's a doctor, not a salesman. It's a fault, by the way. He won't push. Because I talk to him all the time. I'm like, Doc, did you, you know, you got it. No, he doesn't believe it. He doesn't. This one's from Art M. I listened to Gunfire Radio episode 586. The new band that I am most interested in is the band on firearms with no serial numbers. I am sure it's aimed at ghost guns and similar. However, there are many legal guns that were manufactured prior mm-hmm. to 68. Yes, sir. Okay. Am I missing something or not here? Art M. Art, I met with Knappen at the board meeting. It's aimed at all guns. Yeah. Yep. Everything pre sixty eight, no serial numbers. Mm-hmm. Anything we put in our FFL book, NSN, it's it's aimed at all of that. All right, it's they're not just yep. going after ghost guns. New Jersey, it's gonna it's gonna end up in a lawsuit. Somebody's gonna get into a jam with the gun that their grandfather left them that has no serial number on yep. it, and the cop on the scene doesn't understand it, and the prosecutor doesn't understand it that it's a nineteen forty two whatever whatever, that and someone's gonna get locked number. up. Yep. Exactly. We we get guns all the time. Old guns come yeah. in. We just picked up 50 guns in the state in Clifton, and three of them, NSN, we put in the FFL book. No yeah. serial number. We, we can't have it. Our Red Rider BB gun, when you buy one in New Jersey, is NSN <laughs> because it's stupid New Jersey. Yeah, and if you buy it at uh, Cabela's in Pennsylvania and you bring it into New Jersey, you yes. have an NSN gun. Here's another one from a doctor. Hi, Anthony. I hope your knee is coming around and you are rehabbing ahead of schedule. I did your quals with Jim Manella, but didn't notarize them at Gun for Hire. Not sure the lady was there at 9 a.m. Quals don't need to be notarized, but some towns are asking for notarized qual forms, Sandy. Oh, great. So here's some misinformation. My FFL is now telling me New Jersey State Police, whom he's in constant contact with, is advising that applicants submit a copy of the instructor's actual certificate, not just the number on the qual street. Can his instructor certificate be emailed to me so that's bullshit i would never submit a a certificate that'd be like asking a a physician for his a copy of his freaking license so you could so you could uh, give it to who knows who this is uh another thing of stupidity an ffl talking out of turn all of our instructors are ptc certified police training commission all of them are approved by the new jersey state police firearms unit to do qualifications for security retired police and now private carry which i've been doing for 29 years my name used to be on that list the state police knows every instructor and all you need is their number on it so this is an ignorant ffl making shit up he goes i think it's also best for me to have the qual sheets notarized sorry to ask but it is possible we we notarized them for him because again is that a hill to die on right exactly. all right and he goes i just want to do things perfectly since my town is one of the bergen towns that is not even processing applications currently am i reluctant to contact even dan smutter on this that may be the only applicant in my small town and i don't want to be singled out Many thanks, Rich M. Again, nobody wants to put their name on anything. Yeah, yeah. The time is over, ladies right. and gentlemen. Nobody wants to put their name on anything. And my FFL, so he's in, but you know, it's probably a little guy work out of his garage. Right. I'm in contact every day with the state police, and these are the new requirements that they have. <laughs> then you're an idiot, okay? <laughs> you and whoever your contact is is a moron. Every day. Every day I get these. Here's another one from an Artie. Uh, I just got back from a meeting with my PD. Bergen County has only one judge assigned to the applications. However, before the applications ever became a thing, he's already had a full workload. The only reason 
Carey is now being processed is that he had one case that got dismissed, so he has three days at the end of August to fill with processing applications. My PD said this is going to be very few and far between because of how busy the judge is with criminal cases. Apparently, they are working towards finding another judge to process carry permits, but until then, it will only be uh, when he has canceled cases or spare time. Well, there's going to be some court activity with this, too. We all know that this is what's going to happen. Most of the judges' caseloads are, are freaked out. The, the judge in Passaic County is the assignment judge. He's the one that assigns all the cases to the judge. He's sitting in two days a week and processing carry permits from Passaic County wow. because he has a sense of urgency and he cares. Most of them don't give a shit. Yeah. Here's another one. Hello, Anthony. First, let me thank you for being an advocate for permit to carry in New Jersey and the two-way rights in general. Secondly, I was wondering if you could provide any recommendations as to where I can get a center console vault safe for my car, considering the governor is going to try to severely restrict where we will be able to carry our firearms. I've looked at quite a few websites, but none of them have a safe that fits my car model. Uh, kind regards, Joe. Not everybody's going to be able to get a console vault, Joe. Yeah. What you can do is you can just get a lockbox, a simplex lockbox like Z-Line, that has the cable attached to it and you can attach it to a point in your car like where the car seat mounts where your seat mounts there's the bolt down there you can just put the cable around that so you can take your gun out put it in a case and slip the gun under the seat there are in the back seat under the mat there are plenty of other options it's a great learning segment not everybody's going to be able to get a console vault okay so you want to have something that you can just slip in your gun, which is nice because you can take the gun out in that case, Sandy. Yeah. Yep. You can unlock it. You can leave the cable in the car or slip the cable back in the case and bring it with you in the house. You know, if you go to bring your kids to school and you got to go inside to meet the teacher because little Egbert has been throwing jello or something, you know, <laughs> during break, you can't bring the gun in with you. You can't go into a post office, federal building, or any courthouse, right? So you're going to have to have some vehicle to lock it. Not everybody's going to have a console vault, okay? Anthony, just an update from Ocean County. Filled out my paperwork, had my lawyer call the police in Manchester Township, made an appointment, walk in, turn in my paperwork, received the date for fingerprinting on August 19th, and will let you know when I see the judge. Thank you for your hard work. Mike Giordano. P.S. Just bought my first gun at the news store. Your salesman, Chris, was fantastic. Took his time to answer all my questions. Great staff. That would be Chris Rock, by the way, who's just took his physical for the New Jersey State Police. Get in the firearms, Chris. We need somebody. Yeah, right. It's bad to say, right? Oh, and uh, I, I guess uh, he is using, you are his FFL, huh? So he learning the right thing. Oh, I see. Right? Oh, yeah. I oh. guess if you want to learn the right thing, then you go to you as an FFL. I guess many people don't know that you have an FFL. I okay. Guess. Wait, uh, Anthony just opened a gun store for everyone. <laughs> uh, yes, and we got about 600 carry-sized guns in stock, by right. the way. Nice. Sandy, while we're taping the show, I just got an email from Tom Prewitt. Do you know who he is? I do. Hello. We just received a donation from a listener of your radio show and want to say thank you. On the donation form, we have a question. How did you hear about us? And he put down your podcast. Was wondering, how did you hear about Guiding Rain since you're in New Jersey and we're in South Carolina, North Carolina? Thanks for publicity. Tom and Diane Prewitt. <laughs> how do you like that? That's wonderful. I'm going to take all the credit for that. And thank you, whoever made that donation. Yeah, Tom could have told me, because if it was a little donation, we could have shamed the person. <laughs> no? We could have. <laughs> Anthony, hey, I look, didn't hear... Any donation is a good donation. It's Correct. a wonderful... Tell them about Guiding Reigns now. This is a great segue. I got the email. Tell them. Guiding well, it's a, Reigns... It's, a, it's, a, it's just an absolutely wonderful organization that's got some great services for, for uh, vets uh, and uh, first responders and anyone with suffering from PTSD or physical issues, they use equine therapy, working with horses, and it is absolutely amazing. There are people, you know, I'm working on trying to get these guys on the show, you know, at least to do an interview that we can do little breaks, little two-minute segments, so they can tell you themselves how it's helped them. But it is an incredible program, and it is absolutely free of charge for veterans uh, and first responders who are suffering from traumatic brain injury, PTSD, or any type of emotional issues or physical issues <clears throat> that resulted in, in uh you know the need for rehab it's fantastic and if you can give a buck it would really help you know 
for all the hating I do and the middle fingers I throw and everything, gun people are truly the best people. And with everybody, the new shooters and everybody dusting off their guns, not a day goes by where I don't have people walk up to me like I'm a celebrity. You know, hey, you're that guy. I listen to your show. Can you autograph a book for me? You know, it's funny for me. It's, uh, you know, uh, it's really, really funny uh, that uh, people just notice me like that and uh, makes me laugh. But uh, I appreciate everything. I get this one from this guy, Joe Leone. Not the Joe Leone in Point Pleasant, Sandy, by the way. Hmm. Otherwise, he would have had to bring me a, a sandwich. A different one, yeah. Yes. So uh, I can't tell you how much I appreciate what you do. I was dumbstruck when your associate associate pointed you out. You were to be commended for this work you do. If I could be any help, please let me know. Uh, I have taught writing in the capacity. You probably don't need help. Yeah, I do. You're already published. It was very generous for you to sign a book for me and very informative. Believe me, I am reading it right now. He goes, I was a member of ANGRPC, but I let it lapse, but I'm going to rejoin now. And the other issue you mentioned was the carry uh, insurance, which I told him, which was U.S. Law Shield. And he goes, uh, whatever you guys, whatever you guys' recipe is, please keep doing it because you're helping and educating all of us in New Jersey. Joe Leone, he's seventy year old man by the way, and lives in uh, uh, down the shore. He used to live up here uh, in, uh, I believe, like Hackensack or something, and then he moved down the shore. Obviously, it was more economical. Last one. Uh, that's it. I'm not going to talk about anything else. Uh, I just want to say I love you all. We got. Uh, education classes coming up uh we also have a use of force class coming up please each one reach one support those who support you stop up at my range stop up my gun store ladies and gentlemen when you check out the prices on my guns and ammo and memberships you will not go anywhere else please don't go to a hokey range or ffl and get the wrong information most of you are ugly but too cute for prison <laughs> And you don't want to spend the rest of your life running like a shark. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun for Our Radio. Gun for Our Radio is a counter media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, master trainer, uh, Anthony Calandro, author of Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game, who surprisingly also has a gun store in addition to the gun range that does have this thing called an FFL. So if you want to make Anthony your FFL, you might get good uh, information back. And you can even purchase a book of uh, his, signed, maybe, if he's <coughs> in a good mood. At the gun Never shop. in a good mood. Never in a good mood. All right. <laughs> he, he might still. Anyway, if you give him five bucks on the side, he just may sign it for you. Oh, yeah. Next few weeks, Dan Schmutter's going to be on the show. Jay Factor's going to be on the show. Scott Bach is going to be on the show. Tune in and tune out. Maybe somebody from CNJFO. Let's go. Step it up, bitches. I want Teresa on the show. <laughs> and go to Guiding Reigns, R-E-I-N-S dot org. And please, five bucks, ten bucks, get, make us proud, huh? help these guys out they're losing their funding we love you guys from the shadows of the new york city skyline and the beautiful foothills of the carolinas god willing jesus tarries and the batteries hold out we will see you again next week <laughs>